the Wedge Podcast, and we're bringing it back. Got a new beat, and we're coming with the intro. I, I can't rhyme, and I rhyme anyway. I don't, don't know how to rhyme, but I rhyme anyway because the beat makes me want to rhyme. So I rhyme like a grandpa. <laughs> That's the shit to remind you that you old as fuck. When you can't rhyme no more, when you can't kick a fresh rhyme no more, really? you old as fuck. No more? No more? No more. No, no I more? Used to kick really? A, I used to kick a fresh rhyme. Really? No more? All right. I used to kick a fresh rhyme. Big shouts to my man, Do, and his wife, um, Newlyweds also, who uh, sent us that, that new beat. That was dope. That new intro beat, yeah. That nice jazzy kind of... Summertime. It was very jazzy. It was summertime, very jingle. It was very uh, jazzy, bells. fat, nasty. Yes, it was very it was. like absolutely was. It was very like you know, like I appreciate you, my man. Do I appreciate that? But that was definitely like you know, definitely something that you would see at that you would you go to Wetlands and like jazzy, and fat, nasty is going to perform and most deaf and Tyler Quali and, and you know a lot of head wraps in. in the in the building. Everything's moving and like brothers open. wearing dashikis and stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's wearing a dashiki. <laughs> Why? No one was wearing dashikis back then. No. Okay. No. All right. Whatever. Whatever. I wear a dashiki. Yeah, I know. You I wore dashiki back then. You wore a dashiki yesterday. <laughs> Listen, I've been wearing a dashiki since the seventies. Since since you that roots. Since the Roots TV show. <laughs> All right, that's when Dashikis came oh, into effect. I love that you had a baby Dashiki. I wasn't a baby in the 70s, okay? Yes, you were. I was a young what? Dallas. A young toddler? I was young Dallas, okay? <laughs> Believe me, in the 70s, I was already grown. Uh huh. I'd already seen dead bodies. I had a, What are you talking about? I'm just telling you just the, re- the reality, the reality of growing up in Corona, Queens. It was it was real over there. It was a mob dumping ground, okay? okay. It was. Okay. It was. I'm right. not. Right. Listen, first of all, don't say nothing to me. You grew up in Bed-Stuy. I'm not talking about being a three-year-old and seeing dead bodies. On though. Halsey and Nostrand. I am not even trying And ain't to nobody find. even know you lived in Bed-Stuy. First of all, why did you call out where my ancestral home is? What, what? Who? Where? At what point was that okay? I'm gonna love the no. fact that only people walking on that no. intersection are white people. <laughs> so the only people that's gonna be checking for you over there now is, is the white folks that listen to us. Oh man! They're gonna be like, oh, you know, CS lives over here. Oh, stop! Like, First of all, only people that live in that neighborhood now is white. Folks. As if somehow at the ripe age of three, you were experiencing dead bodies. And your life was so it hard. It wasn't three. Listen, okay. And I say okay. my life was hard. I'm okay. I'm saying that that, that shit what? was real. Yeah, okay Things for a three-year-old. That's right. Things were real. That's okay. right. Because when that diaper gets full. No, in the 70s, <laughs> in the 70s, I was, I was <laughs> yeah, but, eight yeah, years old. I was nine years old. I was, you know, uh-huh. I was grown in the 70s. Uh-huh. <laughs> Once you reach seven years old, you are grown. You, as a person, your form, your personality is developed and formed. In the late 70s, you were on your way to being a teenager, but you weren't yet. You weren't even a preteen. You were like eight. Why are you all in my... 
business. Why are you all in mine? Because you're trying to tell me what I was, and I'm telling you what I was. <laughs> you don't even know what you was. I'm telling you what I was. Oh, yeah? That's right. Oh, yeah? And I'm telling you, I was grown. You were grown. throwing up those pamper signs? <laughs> I was grown. I was grown out there. I was busy. You were you know. flashing your huggy tags. I had my own house keys at five. Thank you. Going to the big park by myself. Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh-huh. All right. In the late 70s, I was buying cigarettes uh-huh. for my uncles and my parents uh-huh. and stuff. Yeah. I was. Okay. Because you could do that back then. Okay. You know, you could buy cigarettes for an adult once you had visited that store with an adult. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the store owner saw that, you know, who your parents was. Then, you know, you became the proxy. So you mm-hmm. go there and you buy you a pack of cigarettes. That's that's something I'm, I kind of miss. You know, how we just let the kids be kids. And we let kids buy cigarettes. You can't let kids buy cigarettes anymore. Are you saying that kids buying cigarettes is kids being kids? I'm Wait, saying... I'm confused. Yes, kids buying cigarettes, I'm saying, is a good thing. Okay. Kids being able to do adult things like buy cigarettes, drive cars... <laughs> that's good stuff that helps them okay. develop really alright we're not helping the kids develop now right and that's, and that's I, why I we're think, shooting so many I, guns I think you are absolutely correct and actually I think you should write a letter to Mayor de Blasio I'm going to write a letter I'm going to write a letter <laughs> just like you said and de Blasio got too much on his plate right now de Blasio is getting heat from the MTA, de Blasio's getting heat from the USTA, <laughs> from James Blake. <laughs> James Blake. Internet, you notice this tennis, former tennis pro James Blake, and he gets tackled by an NYPD officer. And, tackled is the right word, though. Right, he got tackled by tackled. dude. Like, he was just minding his business. Oh. In front of the hotel. And dude. And dude just ran up on him. <laughs> and ran up on him crazy. Ran up on him, threw him ran. on the ground. <laughs> it was like, what? That was crazy. I mean, that was nonsense. What was nonsense, though, was like the suspect that they were supposedly apprehending him to be was not a violent criminal. I know. Like the dude was doing credit card fraud. And I'm like, in what universe is this the, the kind of behavior a dude is responsible for a credit card fraud. For, this, this is a white collar crime. Even if it's a black dude, he can't get the respect of being a white collar criminal. No, of getting approached not. with some dignity, like excuse me, sir, may I see some ID? And boom, boom, boom. Anywho, well, why would you think that? We are living in an era where the phrase "Black Lives Matter" is apparently controversial. Yeah, I know. Give me a break. Come on. I know, but I but real say, talk, this officer does need to lose his job, though. Well, I see. I what I wanted to say was that I was actually really impressed with how uh, James Blake handled the whole situation because I think it could have been very easily, you know, about oh how he as an individual, you know, this thing that was done wrong to him, and he took. He right away, like, took it and turned it into what it really was about, which was made it a broader issue about, you know, overzealous policing, racism, targeting specific parts of the population of New Yorkers and by extension across the country, um, and, um, profiling and hasn't really let up on it, you know, and turn attention to the fact that this, this officer has like some crazy, 
list of complaints and history about excessive use of force. And um, I love it. I mean, you know, just just could have been some kind of like, oh, I got done wrong story. But he really took took the mic and he hasn't let it go and and made it about something that was really real and bigger than him. So I applaud him for that. Yeah, yeah, I, I do. I think too. that was the that was the right thing to do, but it doesn't happen all that often. So right, right, I do too. But I at the end of the day, where is this gonna go? And in all honesty, the fact that it goes absolutely nowhere, that it ultimately gets brushed under the rug, is just another reason. To drive us crazy. To drive us absolutely insane. Don't give them insane. that power, though. Well, to I mean... To drive you crazy? Come on, now. I mean... No. Yes. No. To, to just Don't chip away... To chip away at your sanity. To make you say, like, yo, really? Really, really? This thing is, is really stacked. And, I mean, I don't know what hotel... I mean... It, <laughs> it was the Hyatt next to Times Square. Not Times Square, um, uh, Grand Central. Right. I'm just, my mind is boggled under what universe and reality does, even if this guy is a nut job, but, do the people that he's working with say, like, what are you doing, man? But it's the same universe and the same reality where, what's his name? Um, was it? Was it Parnell? The young man, the former football player whose um, car broke down and went and knocked on the woman's door and ends up getting shot because, you know, there's a scary black guy at the door, so he must be trying to break in. And it's the same, same ideology that ended up with Sandra Bland dead in her cell. It's the same ideology that decides that, you know, if you're selling Lucy's, then that makes you enemy number one, public enemy number one. I mean, it's it's the same systemic problem. It's not anything new or different. I just think that there's an opportunity here that he took, which I'm glad that he did, to not make it about him as an individual being wrongly targeted because he's a celebrity or a tennis star or whatever, but to turn yet another spotlight on this issue. Um, and, you know, maybe it will get brushed under the rug. I don't know. He sounds pretty determined, so maybe not. But one way or the other, yes, it's not going to change the system. But that doesn't mean that you just give it a pass or give up. And I don't, I'm sorry, but if I'm going to be crazy, it's going to be for something else than this. Because you don't, you don't get to have that. Yeah. You know, you don't get yeah. to have that. You don't get to drive me crazy. Yeah. What was the name of the white dude who... Wasn't it Zach? Zach. Zachary something? Zachary something. Well, Zachary. And you know Oops, what? sorry. Whatever happened with Zachary, like, I hope this James Blake story <laughs> doesn't push aside Zachary, dude, because that was, you know, that I felt like was going to be a great tipping point for the rest of the country. Really? I, I felt like it. I mean, it was, all right, maybe not. Maybe because Zachary was driving around that young woman who was selling marijuana with some kind of drug bust. So maybe that, maybe that foiled Zachary's opportunity at humanity, you know? But, um, damn, we, we gotta work, we gotta, we gotta work this out. You know what? You know what? Exactly. Brothers, brothers gotta work it out.
So how was your weekend, CS? It was lovely. Um, it's only Monday, but somehow I can't recall what I've done for the past two Okay, days. you had a brunch. I did, I did, I did. With your girls? Well, it was kind of like a people. dim sum thing. Okay. It wasn't quite brunch. Okay. It was late in the afternoon, okay. but it was awesome. Oh, actually, no. I walked in the parade, in the Labor Day parade on That's Saturday. Right. That's right. Which always confused me because it wasn't on Labor Day. Um, My wife is a socialist. I Yes. Um, Zachary Hammond. Zachary Hammond. Zachary Hammond. Zachary Hammond. Zachary Hammond. Zachary Hammond. Shouts to Zachary Hammond. Dead white dude. All lives matter. Okay? <laughs> I'm with that. I'm with all lives matter. You know, black lives in particular. You know, because we need a little bit of get back. But all lives matter. All um, people matter. So, so and, I was at the Labor Day Parade. Right, you had the Labor Day Parade. Yeah. And then you did a brunch. Then yeah. you did a dim sum brunch. And I had here. a dim sum brunch with my girls. Yes, yes, yes. And, and, and uh, shout outs to uh, Mrs. Giles and Baby Ruby, who is so adorable. Mm-hmm. Yay! Mm-hmm. I love little sweet babies. And you mellow just faith. Eat them up. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and so we had a lovely time and we ate too much and drink too much. And then Sunday, I had more babies uh-huh. and more friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You did your godmother lovely. duties. Yes, yes. With like the sweetest, most intelligent, most gorgeous she little one-year-old in the world. absolutely gorgeous. Um, Zibby. Zibby, Zibby. Is, Zibby is one years old now, huh? She's like a year and a couple of weeks at this point. A year time. and a couple of weeks. Yeah. I always like to consider children after three months to be a year old. Why is that? Because the nine months they spent in the womb, learning, developing, you know, getting information. Why don't we count that time? Shouldn't we count some of that time? Well, I don't know. That's an interesting question. So does that mean that their, but their birthday. The day that they come out of the pocket. Yes. Okay. So then what does it make that? What what is that? That's just the day they've come out of the pocket. But I feel like there's a little bit of sensibility prior to that moment. That build up to this day. I mean, they decided after a while, man, I just want to get more information. I'm not getting enough information inside this pocket. So, but isn't that, isn't that a significant moment, a coming out, if you will? Okay. That is worth noting that that is, it's not so much that it's, I just don't see how you would count your. Well, my thing is that, my thing is that just like you and I. Yeah. Have multiple many. anniversaries? Yes, we have many, okay. many anniversaries. I feel like we as people, as humans individually,
annually have all kinds of anniversaries and epiphanies and coming outs yeah. and development watershed sure. moments sure. that are all valuable. And, and frankly, they don't always coincide with the time we came out of the womb. Right. No, of course not. So so maybe, maybe every day is a special day in your life. Or maybe we just got to record some of those times we'd be like, yo, <laughs> shit went down this day. <laughs> Shit definitely went down. <laughs> but if you have every... I mean, so every day is special. Okay, every day. And every day is a blessing. Yes, yes, yes. Every and day is a doesn't blessing. doesn't that then mean like, okay, so what's like a really special day? Doesn't that devalue? Okay, well, I'll tell you what. Here's, I don't know. Does it? Here's what we have there, to think about. I mean, about. I do kind of believe like every day is special. So, yes, here's what we have to think yes. about. This, and we'll discuss this when the time comes and we have a child or children. Yes. But I would like to make the first day of potty pooping. Yes. A special day. <laughs> Why is that? That That's a special, Sigmund Why Freud would have made that a special day. <laughs> Why is it a special day I think that's you? a special day. I think. Why? I mean, like. But they've been pooping before. Just yes, in but in their diapers. But now they're actually pooping in a, in a potty. <laughs> So is it like potty day? I think so. And you think that should be celebrated like every year? I I feel like I feel like there needs to be a party. Oh my god. I just they're gonna hate us. (laughs) No, they won't. Oh my god. No, they won't. No, they won't. Can you imagine a sixteen year old being forced to celebrate the anniversary of the day they potty trained? Oh, that's terrible. Can I say something? Like most sixteen year olds. They won't want to have anything to do with their parents for a few years. Yes. But I bet you when they get back into their 20s. They'll be happy for potty day? They'll remember potty day and they'll be like, hey, listen. you know Where's what? my cake? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Because cake. Where's my cake? Because any, any time, any reason for cake is a good time. Where's my cake? Hey, 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 hey,
any day, any reason for cake is a good time. So uh, can I tell you something, though, about cake? Actually, it just reminded me of a tell story me, tell me, tell that me what, happened today. Tell me what happened. So it turned out it was the receptionist at my job's birthday today, which no one knew because we don't really celebrate birthdays in my office. It's a small office and whatever. We're just not all up in each other's business like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... The new guy decided that he's going to change that. And so he found out it was her birthday and went like crazy, you know, running around trying to find a cake at the last minute. It was a whole thing. And he's running around. He's like, hey, did you know it's her birthday? Did you know it was her birthday? And everybody's like, oh, no. See, because the thing is, nobody really likes the receptionist. (laughs) 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 But no one wants to say it. (laughs) Because... That would be really churlish, and he just got a cake for her birthday. So we go into the conference room, and there's the cake and the candles, and we're all waiting for her to come in and be like, surprise, happy birthday. But we're all just like, really, do we have to be here right now? It was so awkward. Yes, yes, I can imagine. Awkward. So did she show up? She She showed up, and she was very surprised, and so everyone clapped, and she blew out the candles, and we all had a piece of cake. So the whole thing took, I kid you not, about 12 minutes. And Mm. then we all went back to our offices. (laughs) I mean, it was nice in a way because, you know, it's cake and it's a birthday. And she was genuinely, you know, surprised. And so that was kind of sweet. But, you know, nobody wanted to stay and hang out. Let's keep it moving. (laughs) Exactly. Let's keep it moving. Let's keep it moving. That's my cake story. All right. You're getting better. With these rambling stories. I think rambling stories are my hallmark at this point. But you're getting better. At least that one was a little bit shorter and a little bit enjoyable. Oh, you were so, okay. so, I so, keep so much Work fun. on that. You're doing good. You're doing good. Ugh, the condescension is thick. Internets, we've got, uh, we've got some more uh, house repair work going on. Yes. CS ordered some custom couch and ottoman legs. This is so, exciting. So that we could uh, replace, we could change the look of our of our furniture by putting these fancy custom legs on. So we're going to wrap the podcast up shortly because I'm going to have to help do this. This is, though, it's just a little household tip. This is like one of the easiest, cheapest ways to like make stuff look new. Like we just took our old Ikea couches, bought a new slipcover. And bought new legs. And they look like different furniture. Yeah. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. Dallas is not excited. They but that's don't okay. Look different. We don't have to agree <laughs> on everything. They don't look different. <laughs> they okay. do look different. But they do look different. If you different. say they do and I you do. want them to, okay, I then do. they do. All I right? Do. They do. Incidents, they do look different. Thank you. Wink. You know what? <laughs> it's time for us to go. <laughs> All right, all right. We're gonna jump out of here quick. I thought we had one more story for y'all, but you know what? You know what? This is a this is an abbreviated uh, Newlyweds podcast. Uh, I'm it's jumping. Not abbreviated. It's beautiful. I'm jumping out of uh, the state real quick. I'm gonna head to uh, Atlanta and uh, holler at Mom Duke real quick. Do some sneaker con business. Ooh. All right, and then I'll be back. That's exciting. I'll be back for a hot second, but then we're gonna hop. We're gonna hop over to Philly. I know. I'm really excited about that. Okay. It's going to be cool. We're going to be celebrating your born day. Right. My my coming out 
of the womb day, as it were. Your personal New Year. Yes, that's what I like to call it. That's what I like to call it. All right, so we're gonna go back with that that same song as the outro. We're gonna try this other joint that. My oh, man should I try the other one? Well, if you have it, I think you, I do. You have it there. Let's look. Let, see. Let, Let us see. see. Can you do it? Let me see if you can do it. Let us see. All right, here we go. Ready? All right. Yay, it's the Newlyweds Podcast with Dallas Penn and CS. And this is our uh, our new theme music. Okay. I'm not mad at this. I'm not mad at this. I'm not mad at this. I'm not going to rap to this because I'm not mad at this. I'm just going to sing a little like... Sing a little ditty, talk, sing, sing, sing a little ditty like, like, woo. This the kind of rap music when you're lighting the ass. <laughs> Cause it's the Newlyweds Internet. Thank Good to you. talk to y'all. Thank you for joining us for another episode. Talk to y'all soon, y'all. <laughs>